Hello and welcome to Yours Mentally, a podcast that discusses issues that we all have on our mind but are too afraid to speak on. Our podcast is a safe space for anyone who wants to discover more about and improve their mental well-being. On today's episode of Yours Mentally, we have with us Sanjini Ghosh, who is a co-founder and counseling psychologist at Gulmohar Counseling and Experiential Services. She is also a resident illustrator of all their content. She practices from a humanistic existential orientation and she enjoys spending time with animals, reading, creating and consuming art. We're so, so happy to have you on this episode, Dia. So on today's episode where we talk about gaslighting, Dia, my first question to you is what is gaslighting and can you explain it with like an example? Okay, um, so the origin of the term, of the phrase gaslighting makes it actually pretty self-explanatory. So there's a bit of a story here. Okay, so that um, in 1938, there was this mystery thriller play. I think it was a British play. It was called Gaslight. And then it was made into a movie, I think in 1944. So this movie, in the movie Gaslight, this husband, it's about a husband and wife, where the husband begins to mess with his wife's perception of reality deliberately. So what he does is he starts causing the gaslights in the house, because it's an old movie, to flicker deliberately, like he uh, messes with the attic lighting or something. So now when the wife begins to talk about it, and she's like, okay, why are the lights flickering in the house and everything? He insists that it's not actually happening. He's like, no, this is not happening. It's all in your head. What are you saying? So this is kind of where the phrase gaslighting comes from. Um, so it, it thereby is like a tactic or a strategy that intends to manipulate. So when someone is gaslighting somebody, what they are doing is they're making them doubt their own reality, making them doubt their own memory, their own sanity, their own judgment to make somebody doubt their own like sense of reality. So it's quite common and quite harmful, this form of manipulation, where a person is invalidating the lived experience of the other. So it's when you're being gaslighted, you're likely to begin questioning the validity of your own feelings, your own opinions, your own realities, right? So you asked for an example um, that could be uh, A does something harmful or hurtful to B and then B feels bad about it. So they begin to cry or begin to express themselves emotionally. And A then invalidates this response and says Ki, that your uh, response is invalid. Like why are you overreacting? Why are you being so sensitive, chill? Or you're utterly crazy. This is a crazy response. Um, so that's what gaslighting can sound like. It can be an isolated event. It can be a one-time thing. It can be in the passing. But usually in relationships, gaslighting sometimes can become a form of abuse or a continually used tactic over time. So it's an assault on your version of reality and it tends to shift the blame onto the other person or tends to uh, just make them question their own reality. Okay, so how do you make sure that you're being ga- gaslighted? Yes. Like, are so there any signs? Being able to identify that you're being gaslighted can be a little challenging. Because gaslighting in itself is a form of a confusion or manipulation that tends to belittle the other person into sort of being controlled and to to be then able to identify that, oh, I am in fact being gaslighted can be hard. Like this first step itself can be hard. But I think um, the easiest way to do it, uh, to examine if you're being gaslighted in a relationship is by reflecting on how uh, communicating with this person makes you feel. So, for instance, you may be sure of what you're feeling, right? You may be sure that this other person has hurt you, etc. And you enter a disagreement or you enter an argument with them about this. And while you were sure in the beginning of how you're feeling, you may leave the argument feeling out of control, uh, feeling somewhat mentally unstable, uh, unsure of yourself. Or you might be thinking, actually, this was my fault only. Or maybe, you know what, I am just too sensitive. I am overreacting. 
so being gaslighted causes the person to begin questioning their own reality so here for instance uh, when the last example i used where a said b was overreacting after b started crying because a hurt them in the first place they might say that oh you're being crazy and if this keeps happening over time b might begin to question their own sanity they might begin to think ki okay you know what i might be a little crazy or they might not be able to trust their own judgment anymore and they start apologizing to a in fact for reacting like i'm so sorry actually i shouldn't have cried you know so these signs like feeling um constantly on guard feeling on edge like you need to defend yourself uh, because very often gaslighting comes with a lot of accusations right you know that um no no this is how the facts were i heard that you were talking to that person i feel like this is how you think no i'm sure you actually put trying to put me down and you might find yourself in these long winded arguments where you're just defending yourself against accusations that you know aren't true and then it might so happen especially in relationships of that kind that you often find yourself defending their actions to other people and other people are like okay they can't treat you like this and so on you might be making excuses for their hurtful behaviors um you might even end up feeling an urgency to please this person to serve their needs you begin to yearn for their approval so signs like these are extremely important and useful in identifying whether you're being gaslighted in a relationship um i think the most useful sign is are you often second guessing your own feelings and opinions and thoughts after talking to them so now all of these signs in isolation may not be enough indication that you're being gaslighted it could be just you know you feeling these things separately it's difficult to be sure but when you begin to pay attention to these things and see how interacting with this other person is really making you feel to check if you're beginning to like doubt yourself if you're beginning to um not be sure of your own reality then it's important to like try and reach out to trusted close ones other people who can help us examine our fears um see if you know what we are experiencing is valid or not um just being paying attention and being aware in this way can help us figure out if a relationship is harming us or is it impacting us in a certain way so yeah right so you spoke about uh, how when a partner gets gaslighted they usually you know defend the person who gaslights them so how exactly can like you know they stop that you know like stop defending the partner who gaslights them and what are the effects that gaslighting has yeah, like uh, on like you know the person who's being gaslighted and also how do you defend yourself in a relationship where your partner gaslights you right yeah i mean both those questions to go hand in hand i suppose because um constant gaslighting you're saying that okay you're being gaslighted for sure in a relationship it's a form of abuse right and someone whose reality is constantly being put down or denied they can begin to distrust themselves and to not be able to trust your own judgment or to not be able to trust your own reality or your opinion can be a very scary place and this whole self doubt and confusion can contribute to a lot of mental health concerns so it can exacerbate the possibility of anxiety and depression for example being in any cycle of abuse in this form can create feelings of helplessness or hopelessness uh, and low self esteem that okay it's never going to get better or um, i'm just not going to be happy in this relationship and they just sort of settle and this is also extremely detrimental to our mental health so the long list of signs that i was just talking about you know that are important to pay attention to that okay to identify if you're being gaslighted or not um that is very important because once you're aware that you are being gaslighted once you have that it's a powerful thing on its own because then it becomes easier to hold on to your sense of self and believe in your own reality you can then begin to be empowered to protest against this manipulation so for example in a situation your partner is gaslighting you you know for example they're saying you said something and they're like no you're lying you're making that up and you know you're telling the truth you know full well so it can be very difficult still to hold on to the trust in yourself when somebody you love or somebody is very close to you 
um, keeps telling you, no, no, you must be lying. You're making that up. You're making that up. Or if you bring up something and say that, uh, you know, you said that thing the other day, it was very hurtful and I didn't like it. And they say either they say, no, I never said that. Or come on, I didn't mean it that way. It's all in your head. Or like, why are you overreacting to this? So again, it can be difficult to then hold on to that stance that, okay, no, but I was hurt. You might start beginning to think, uh, yeah, maybe I was being too sensitive. Uh, in fact, I'm sorry for creating this problem between us now. So when we begin to stay in touch with our feelings and are aware that what we are experiencing is valid and true, um, then we can identify that, that, okay, my feeling was valid and true and this person is invalidating that or dismissing that, then you can hold your ground in that relationship. So once you identify that you're being gaslighted, I think it's very important to, like when you ask the question, okay, how do you defend yourself? I think that's, this is where it begins, that you take a step back and you evaluate the situation. Because sometimes what happens in these arguments is that you end up in some sort of a power struggle, right? And you might find yourself in some long argument where they are also saying something, you're defending your version of events, there's a struggle. So instead of participating in that struggle to be able to identify, okay, they are dismissing my reality, I'm going to take a step back collect evidence that supports your belief, reassert your stance, be like, okay, no, I, I need this space to figure out what I really believe. Look, you know, this is what I believe. I'm confident about it. And then to speak up, then to call out the manipulation. Like, okay, I know what I'm saying is true. And you saying that, that is gaslighting. So in a relationship, when that is happening, another thing that is very important in general, in all relationships, is to really focus on the self, to remember that yourself and what you value and what you want, your own needs, are the most important thing. So to make sure that you're centered, that you sort of have your own back, you know? And similarly, it is important that you invest in and focus on other relationships also. So family, friends, mentors, all these other figures in your life are also people who are as important as a relationship you may have. So in a case where you're being gaslighted by say one person, having social support can be a huge source of evidence of just care, of to have people to have your back, that can really help to empower you to sort of not fall into the cycle of abuse where you start feeling helpless and not knowing what to do. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah it does. Okay, so you already spoke about the signs, but what are the effects you see in a person who's right. constantly being um, Like I think the signs, like I kept out? saying, you know, is usually this sort of uh, confusion. It's to be in a space of self-doubt where you don't know if what you're really experiencing is valid or not. Uh, they might end up by constantly being told that you're lying or your facts are untrue or you're not, you're just not being enough. You might start believing that you're not good enough, uh, that you're lacking. Your self-esteem might suffer. You might start feeling a lot of guilt and shame for being wrong all the time. And because you keep thinking that, you know, okay, I'm, in, I'm at fault here, you might find yourself constantly apologizing. Uh, you might find yourself not being able to speak up not being able to express themselves. So being manipulated in this way, uh, having your sense of self and perception snatched in such a way um, can also make people sort of give up and let the other person take control and allow themselves to be you know, ill-treated sometimes. And this can also lead to social isolation. So it's a big cycle, right? Where this, if this person is constantly making you feel guilt or shame or denying you your reality. And then you tend to get alienated from most other people besides the person who is telling you the version of events. And then because you don't have other sources of social support, you feel like you can't leave this person because you're the only person in your life. So that may end up happening. To fall into a cycle is a common thing that happens sometimes with gaslighting. With abuse in general, it's a very difficult thing to come out of. So I think also it's necessary to talk about it because this is so dark and all of it's kind of scary. But it is possible to heal from this kind of abuse. It's possible to get out of it. Uh, and I think these kind of conversations, right, where we are 
creating awareness where we are having such conversations ki okay these things happen it's a very normal common sadly thing to happen and when we know that this is what gaslighting looks like and we know how to identify it we can help ourselves help our friends help people in our life we can create a culture where there's empathy and compassion for somebody who's being gaslighted rather than judgment and we can help protect them and take care of each other in some way like okay you know when your friend for instance comes and tells you my boyfriend said this to me and you ask them okay this these are a set of questions and you can identify okay this is gaslighting you know and don't allow that to happen and in that way by paying attention and taking care of ourselves to develop self knowledge uh, to go to therapy um, when we have more and more knowledge about who we are what we feel and we're able to hold on to our sense of reality and our sense of being in this world then it's a lot easier to not lose grip and to to sort of be able to deal with the mental health concerns and challenges that can come with being gaslit so then you're more able to seek social support if you need it seek professional help if you need it and just give yourself that out from a situation where you're being gaslit right so do you think gaslighters know what they're doing like you know like uh, from what i've understood till now i just feel that gaslighting is very common amongst teenagers and adults like i don't think there's like that middle ground you know where people in their 20s to 30s do it like not that i think so so do you think they know what they're doing sometimes so now gaslighters exist at like you think i think said very correctly at every age and stage in life like there are all kinds of people who um, do manipulate and that's what like you said i think a lot of us are prone to it also but it is important to note that gaslighting is a learned behavior right it's no one is simply born a gaslighter nobody just born trying to manipulate people so in many cases it, it depends on where you learned it from also so in many cases parents uh, use manipulation and gaslighting to the child and that causes them to learn this kind of behavior ki acha this becomes a reaction right or reactive uh, sort of response but some personality types some people may be a little more prone to gaslighting some people who say have high need for control in a relationship or people who are authoritative in some ways they like things to go the way they want it to go and they may be a little more prone to gaslighting in order to get what they want so now a gaslighter may or may not know what they're doing but even if they're doing it unconsciously it's still wrong because they are doing it for a payoff right they're doing it for uh some end and that end may be shifting the blame so they don't have to experience the blame anymore in a situation they might um uh, do it in order to keep a person really close in order of fear of losing them to ensure that this person then doesn't rely on anybody else but themselves they might do it for a sense of power or control just to mess with somebody else's perception of reality or it simply could be to get whatever they want whatever their end is so conscious or not it may be a reactionary behavior or not uh whether or not they're completely aware of the harm they're doing uh it is a harmful thing so it's exceedingly common and thereby necessary to be challenged more importantly than anything um to to hold people who are gaslighting accountable right to say hey this was gaslighting and uh, yeah just check that because sometimes sometimes it can become a cycle and it can become a lot more uh just terrible for the person who's going through it right so how do you think you can call these people out like how do you deal with them do you think that right way to deal with them is like just ask that person to get out of my life like you know or do you think that you need to treat them with kindness still even after what they're doing to you because like you said sometimes they don't know what they're doing like it yeah. it is wrong but they don't know that what they're doing is wrong so how do you how do you uh, call out these people how do you deal with them i think establishing boundaries with everyone 
is the most important thing we can do to protect ourselves in these situations right like we can't uh, it's very difficult to just it's very easy to just villainize somebody and very difficult to see the nuance in things um, wherein you know it may or may not have been conscious or may or may not have been premeditated manipulation but if the moment you can identify um, it's important also to be able to identify first what it is that you're experiencing before you voice it to them so i think that is a very important thing you know your boundaries you know if they've been violated and when you realize ki okay i went to this person and i expressed a certain thing and it was denied or it was put down or i felt afterwards confusion and self doubt um to examine okay was that because they were actually contradicting me in a healthy argumentative way or were they gaslighting me were they manipulating me and once you if you identify that they are gaslighting you it's up to you again and the relationship that you have with this person and how you relate to them that hello this was gaslighting you know but the easiest thing to usually do is to really uh, collect your evidence hold on to your ground before you enter this and instead of an argument just to present it as a boundary that don't do that to me that is the simplest way to say that that when you said this and i said this this is how i felt and i don't want to feel that way so please don't do that and i think just to draw that boundary there that i don't want to be hurt by you or this behavior of yours was hurtful to me because that's the only thing you can really say for sure okay so adding to aman's question so i've realized like from whatever you said till now that people who end up gaslighting you are people who are close to you so how do you differentiate between the fact that right. they're gaslighting is, you or it's not necessary that who's gaslighting you has to be somebody who's close to you you know you can um, be on the internet right and say something and then somebody can come along and say for instance somebody posts something about their depression or something like that i'm depressed today and that some unsolicited person just comes along and says that's not depression like you're just sad or you're too privileged to be depressed or whatever something like that which completely denies the reality that is also harmful to this person um uh, so gaslighting can be done by anyone towards anyone and it may or may not be again may or may not be good well intention right like when we say for example a parent gaslighting a child while it's a form of abuse they may or not also always know that they're doing it the harm of the extent of harm they're causing to the child when they're doing that so it it is difficult to again identify as to how much harm is being caused was it intentioned or not um who to keep close who to keep distant so it it again like it's it's a little scary thing to discuss because it can put us in a sort of sphere like okay am i being gaslighted like you know like you're sort of on guard turning every am i gaslighting you like it's it's a lot of fear to live in but it is a good amount of caution to like just live with uh, in a healthy way that where you know that okay this is as much uh, as much advice as i can take or as much opinion as i can take without it infringing on my opinion or my beliefs or my reality as long as your opinion isn't denying you yours that's that's probably not gaslighting and the last question since it's so common how do you i think the simplest the way of knowing would be if they told you and if right? if somebody tells you that you hurt my feelings or you have uh, to examine that to not immediately deny it to to observe for a second if you did what your intentions were and then to make sure that to while you're holding on to your sense of reality okay this is what i meant Uh, or this is why i did it but to also be accountable for what you've made the other person feel and check yourself there that okay no matter who it was it's often true that somebody might come to you and say something they have felt and it really wasn't your fault so it's not like you can go around then saying that oh no i'm a gaslighter and yeah you know i've messed up but it may so happen that in that moment you did deny them the reality so just to hold that kind of empathy towards everybody including yourself hold that sort of compassion towards everybody including yourself where uh, 
there's a sort of a culture of accountability that okay i hurt you and i'm sorry and if they hurt you they they say that they are sorry don't repeat it oh uh, that's quite good quite informative i'd say it's so uh, it's weird that i'm getting more information from this than i do get from school <laughs> at least in this year yeah uh but thank you dia for being with us on this episode no problem and always a pleasure yeah and to everyone who's reached earlier thank you for listening and i'll see you in the next episode